Hi, it's Jesse, and this is a shout out to everyone who jumped on JoeFresh.com to get my limited edition matching family collection. It's been selling so fast. The baby romper, the kid set, and the dress are my obsessions for the summer. I am loving seeing them on your kids, and they're so affordable. The toddler dress is $16. That's why I bought 10 and smuggled them back into the U.S. illegally for my friend's kids. I shouldn't have said that on a recorded medium. Anyway, the Jesse Collection is out now in select stores and at joefresh.com. Get it before it's gone. Or before I'm gone. To jail. This week on Phone a Friend. Taylor Swift is single and ready to mingle with boring white men. Kim Kardashian might be getting an Oscar. And J-Lo is killing people. Plus, I'm calling a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon to find out who got what done and he doesn't hold back. Of course she's had some stuff done. Fat transfer, breast augmentation, liposuction. I do think she's also been on some weight loss medication as well. The silicone is being spilled. So suck in your buckle fat. This taut and tucked episode starts now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Girl. Let's phone a friend with Jesse Kripschick. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Phone a Friend. I'm Jesse Crookshake. I'm so happy you're here. How was your week? How was your Easter weekend? I, can I just say, have been sliving for your messages about how you let the spirit of Pitbull overcome you this past week. Okay, some of you told me you have been like bumping dynamite in the car. Someone told me they were listening to Club Bangers by Usher in the delivery room. My friend told me I inspired her to create a 2010s playlist to accompany her light stretching this morning. And that's actually the intention of this podcast, to encourage elder millennial women to stretch gently to timber. It's going down, I'm yelling timber, you better move, you better dance. So, we did it. Jason, my producer, we did it. We did it. We did it. 
it. Peak music is back, baby. Uh, And we're going to have fun today. Um, As you know, Jason, I have arrived at this microphone fresh from a trip to Universal Studios with my twins. Less than fresh, actually. I came like straight here off the tram to this desk. No shower. I am still wearing my fanny pack with like hand sanitizer and band-aids. I still smell like sweat, sunscreen, and an $18 hot dog my child took one (laughs) bite out of. It was a very last minute trip. I don't even think you knew I was going, Jason, until like yesterday. I had to push the recording. So Evan and I took our boys to Universal Studios for the first time as a way to overcompensate for the fact that we didn't plan anything for their spring break, okay? Nothing. They're off school for two weeks. We didn't have our life together enough to make plans, to take time off work, to, like, go on a trip. I mean, our kids have friends on vacation right now in Florida and Hawaii. Kim Kardashian took her kids to Japan for spring break, and we took ours 12 minutes from our home to Universal Studios. And I actually think it cost the same. Could have gone to Japan for the cost of a churro. But we had a great time. We really had a great time. On um, It was a guilt trip. It really was like a true, like a literal trip born out of guilt to Universal Studios. We went to the new Super Mario World. Super, what is it called? Super Nintendo World. I was just there. I should know. We did the Harry Potter World. All the worlds, which were amazing. And can I just tell you this? Um, Jason, you know how there are Disney adults, right? Right. There are Universal adults, too. I was unaware. That's me, too. I didn't know this. Let, let me inform you. Sit back. I'm on because I think <laughs> at Disneyland they have rules like adults can't wear costumes, full head to toe costumes at Disneyland. And no rules at Universal. I'm sitting on a little kid's ride in like the little kid's land, sitting with my five year old in an oversized plastic mushroom behind a full-grown man dressed as Mario. (laughs) Like, literally, this man is, like, bulging out of polyester overalls and a plush red cap, and he's making out with his lady, (gasps) who's dressed as Princess Peach, also in a polyester, full adult costume, full blonde wig, just, like, tongues out, Jason, on the children's mushroom ride. (laughs) Like, you know, just really like, or what's the other one? (laughs) It was, it was in and out just feet ahead of my child and I, he got, he got to the next level. If you know what I mean? (laughs) Sorry. That was so bad. At one point, um, this is true. We're like in the Harry Potter world was amazing. My boys have never don't know anything about Harry Potter, but we're like entranced. We got them the little wands. We're standing um, in Harry, the wizarding world of Harry Potter, waiting with my five-year-olds to cast a spell. They have their little wands. They're standing behind two men in their mid-40s wearing full wizard cloaks and little ties also casting spells with <laughs> wands. So many Harry Potter adults. And I'm I'm not mad. I'm not mad at a universal adult. I celebrate the Universal Studios adult. I also feel like it's a way more adult theme park. 
Like, that's why I think you should go, Jason. You haven't been, right? No, but I'm dying to go. Yeah, you have to go because there's so many things for for you. <laughs> there are cloaks you can buy. There are head-to-toe Mario costumes that you can fit. Um, we went on the Jurassic Park ride with my boys because they're truly into Jurassic Park. And can I just tell you, I was terrified. Like, at one point, you're in pitch darkness and two T-Rexes are ripping flesh off of each other a foot over your head before you drop 85 feet down a waterfall. After that, like the terror on my children's faces, we were like, you know what? No more rides. We'll just enjoy the park. So we're kind of walking around, getting our little churros and our and then I see out of the corner of my eye that there's a Waterworld show. And I was like, oh, a show. That'll be fun. Like, you remember the movie Waterworld? Like the Kevin Costner? The Kevin Costner bomb, right? I think it's like the most expensive movie ever made. So there was a Waterworld show at Universal Studios. That movie came out in 1995. And let me tell you, the live show also clearly (laughs) straight out of 1995. Like, five minutes in, the plot line has multiple men ripping the clothes off a woman. I swear (gasps) to God. Yes, grabbing her by the hair, like throwing her down, tying her in chains, calling her baby cakes. I'm telling you, Jason, this is a mo- was like a show from another time. And it's an all then, ages show? Well, I didn't read oh. the fine print. Oh. The show was starting and I was like, hey, kids, a show. So we go running in and then there's like these explosions. There's crazy fights, like heads being bashed in. Like this is me watching Ryan Gosling and Drive all over again, except this time I'm with my five-year-olds who still watch Daniel Tiger, okay? They're looking at us like, why did you take us here? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't look at the sign. I don't know if it was all ages. So this is just a disclaimer. If my voice sounds a little raspy during this episode, please know it's from 10 hours of screaming. It's pretend. (laughs) It's all pretend. It's all pretend. (sighs) <sighs> so, other than exposing my children to violence, misogyny, and adults making out as video game characters, it was a great day. It really was. I highly recommend Jason Universal Studios make a day out of it. Got and this it. is going to be a great episode because, <clears throat> speaking of things that are all pretend, I've been thinking a lot about Liam Payne's new jawline. Ever since you, Jason, informed me of it live here on this very podcast. But why waste my time thinking about what he had done when I can pick up the phone and call a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon to tell me everything? I want to know what is the buccal fat? Buckle fat, and why do I need it removed? What even is Ozempic? Why are 14-year-olds getting new lips? And which famous people have had what done? He's going to tell us so we can all feel better about ourselves, okay? Because I don't know about you, but I need to know who's had a nose job so I don't compare my pronounced nose to a carved-up little baby carrot nose. 
this is just, it's a call for the greater good. So before I get work done, meaning calling him on my show, which is my job, which (laughs) technically is work, um, sorry, before I get that done, I want to dive into some relationship news. It's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. I like really hate that work done joke, but if you, Wait, you no, gave me I, enough, I laughed at it a lot. Maybe I'm just tired. I think but you're just tired. I like, I like but it. But I love it. It won me over. Oh, God. <clears throat> okay. <sighs> I'd like to begin with some devastating breakup news. Devastating breakup news. That nobody cared about. Devastating breakup news that nobody cared about. Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn, I think that's his name, right? Joe Alwyn? Yeah. Have broken up after six years together. Mm. And when I heard this news, I thought, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? Like, if a relationship I have never really seen real pictures of or gotten make-out videos from or even had truly confirmed by either party in the relationship ends, am I supposed to care? It's kind of strange because she is possibly the most famous woman in the world and she's written countless like beautiful songs. You know I'm in my Taylor Swift era. A lot of songs about this man who I believe is also in movies, I think. But has there ever been a famous couple you cared less about? Like, remember when she was dating Tom Hiddleston? Hiddleswift? Remember Hiddleswift? (laughs) We got pictures of them, like, all pale and gallivanting with Blake Lively on the 4th of July. And still, even then, I thought, man, she's dating this pretty boring white guy. And her next relationship was with a way more boring white guy. Like, can we even find a more boring white guy for her to date next? Is there a background actor from the Gilded Age available? Like, can we introduce her to some Canadian politicians? How do we top this on a boringness scale, you know? So the reason for the breakup, as boring as the relation, according to a source, and you know we we love a source, the source said they've grown apart, and Taylor didn't see them working out in the long run. You know what that means? That means she's 33. And if you are someone who may want children in the future, and she has said she's not sure, but if she is considering it even remotely, you know, if she's like watching her her bestie Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds pop out four kids, they have four children. Her ovaries might be feeling a little rumble with the fourth, and that is when you have to look at the person you're with and say, is this the one? If you're 32, 33, 34, and I believe you can have kids however you choose to at any age. I mean, Hillary Swank just had twins this week at like 48, maybe. You can do it. But if you are in your early to mid-30s and you're not with the person who you want to settle down with, you want to maybe marry, you want to have kids with, and those are things that you want— You need to get the fuck out now. You need to stage dive out of that relationship, so to speak. So to speak now. Oh, my God. You got to shake it off. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jason, come on. What else have you got? You got to say lover. Lover, you're not the one. We are what, Jason? We are. We are never getting back together. Never, we are never, ever, 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 ever getting ever. back together. We are never, ever, ever getting back together. Oh, my God. We could do this all day. So shame about the breakup, but congratulations to Joe Alwyn for co-writing seven songs and co-producing six songs on Taylor's last three albums. He's going to make money off of this relationship for years to come. He'll essentially be collecting child support without any real children. So you win, Joe Alwyn. She'll for sure re-record the whole thing. Oh my so he God. can't get in on it. <laughs> You're absolutely right. She is Taylor's versioning him all oh, yeah. day. She He about to get Scooter Braun, baby. Ooh. And you know I'll listen to a 10-minute version of Lavender Haze. Give that to me. Uh. Okay, from boring breakup to confusing hookup, Kylie Jenner and Timothee Chalamet are dating? Like, what on God's green Timothee is going on here? Is it Timothee? I or is think it it's Timothee? Timothee. No, it's not it's Timothee. It's just like odd, spelled quirky. but No, there's an accent. Timothee. Oh, okay. Do you think it's Timothee? I actually don't know. I don't know anything about him. Oh, we are uncultured swine. We are the Kylie Jenners in this relationship. Well, I'm going to call him Timothee because it makes me feel fancy. I just feel the relationship is not right. Apparently, they've been together since January. There is a video of them at Paris Fashion Week that I have studied where they are passing each other, okay? It's like very casual. They're walking by each other. But she kind of grabs his lower hip, like the penal bone, which we have discussed before on this show, it's the kind of touch you would only do with someone whose penal region you have seen and touched before. I just don't see the relationship for him. First, just physically. Like, she could crush him. And and that's that's not no shade on her like most people could simply because he's 98 pounds. You know her breasts alone would break his clavicle. And that is a valuable clavicle. It has been to the Oscars to con. It is an A-list clavicle and I think it's above a Kardashian. He was previously dating Lily Rose Depp, which makes perfect sense for him, right? Just like an arty, possibly French-ish model who's a Nepo baby that's appeared in prestige films. That's what he needs. And you know who knows what a 27-year-old boy who's been nominated for an Oscar needs romantically? Me. Okay? I do. If Kylie has her Kris Jenner, let me be his Kris Jenner. I know what's best for my little Timothee, including how to pronounce his name right. And I don't believe this is it. You know, I think Taylor Swift is a better match for Timothee. I'll work on that. I can't get tickets to the Eras Tour, but I will absolutely hook those two up because that makes more sense to me. You know? Apparently, the reason Kris Jenner leaked the news now, I'm sorry, I mean, apparently somehow the news got out now, is that they'll be at Coachella together this weekend, to which I thought, Coachella's this weekend? Huh. I had no idea. But I hope those crazy kids have fun. I, the Kris Jenner of Timothee Chalamet, will be watching his every move from the comfort of my home 
not wearing a crocheted bikini as a top. And look for my full Coachella coverage next week on Phone a Friend. Jason, can I pitch a game for you for next week? Yeah. I'd like to play Coachella Performer or Nickelodeon character. Okay. Um, you're going to put this game together for me. I'm going to have to guess if, for example, King Neptune is a cartoon who lives in a pineapple under the sea or someone with face tattoos playing on stage six. <laughs> I personally have no clue. Can we play that next week? Let's do it. Ugh, can't wait. I want to conclude this week's relationship roundup with some inspiration from a married couple who believe that the couple who pees together stays together. Mm. Megan Trainer and her husband, Daryl Sabara, who I think was a spy kid, have side-by-side toilets in their bathroom. Because true love is urinating in tandem. She revealed this a few years ago and talked about it again this week on the Fitzy and Whippa show, which is the most Australian name of a radio show I've ever heard. <laughs> Listen to this. Two toilets are very real. They are in my bathroom, and I've never I love loved you. anything else in my house more than I love my two toilets. Yeah, my husband and I, we pee together, though, and we hold hands, and we, he sits when he pees, and we're like, what are we doing today, baby? And we have a calendar in there, and it's very cute, and it's like my favorite time. Yeah. Are your toilets side by side, or are they? Because I imagine them opposite each other, no, staring each other dead in the eye. No, we considered that, but we were like, side by side's better, so we can okay. both hold hands. How long yeah, do you hold hands? Nobody's do they in love back? like we are. Everyone's yeah. Like, eh. I'm like, yeah. your husband doesn't come and hang out with you while you pee? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good chance to talk. Something else. That's, I'm like, right. babe, I'm going pee. Let's go talk. Okay. <laughs> Thanks to the Fitzy and Whippa show, she says no one is in love like we are. And if experiencing that kind of love means I have to urinate next to my husband, I don't think I want to be in love like you are. I think I'm happy with the kind of love that includes a privacy wall separating my toilet from the rest of the bathroom. I'm going to be fine with the kind of love that means screaming violently at my husband to leave the room if he enters while I am pooping. That's the kind of love that I am in, and I would personally like to keep it that way. And I want to be clear, I'm not here to judge their love. I love how much they love each other, okay? I might judge the fact that he pees sitting down. I judge that a little. (laughs) But they have a very cute, bespeckled little red-headed child, and they're expecting another one, and good for them. I also think, like, I'm not a person who, you know, never farts around their partner to keep the mystique. Like, once your partner watches three human heads emerge from your body, there's no mystique. So I'm not grossed out that they're peeing together. And honestly, I do feel that there are practical considerations. If Evan and I had a calendar in the bathroom like they do and spent the time we took on the toilet to just chat— I mean, we'd probably be very productive. We'd get our taxes done on time, plan a proper spring break trip. We'd get bills paid. We'd be on it. But instead, I prefer to spend that valuable time sitting alone and scrolling on my phone so I can read important stories like this one about Megan Trainer and Daryl Sabara's tandem toilets. What does Evan think about that? About having a tandem toilet yeah. in our bathroom installed? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Should I find out? Yeah. Should we ask? Should we drag him down into this again? Okay, let's see if he's home. Evan! <laughs> Evan! Oh, he's, yeah, he's coming. 
Sorry, I'm so annoying. Literally interrupting his workday. Ev, hi. Hello. Can I drag you onto the pod with a very important question? Yes, I'm here. Okay. (laughs) He's so happy about it, too. Um, Would you consider tandem toilets? What do you mean? Would you consider installing a second toilet next to our current toilet in, in our house? In our in our house in our bathroom for the purpose of being able to use the toilets next to one another. <laughs> I thought you were talking about one for number 1 and one for number 2. No, uh, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Why? What? What are you saying what so you that we could go to the bathroom to together? Yeah, so we could go no. to the bathroom together. That's disgusting. Why? Why would you ever do that in any context? I mean, I literally just talked for four minutes about how it's disgusting, and now I'm getting mad at you for saying, <laughs> for saying that it's gross. Did someone do that? Yes. Megan Trainer. Do you know who that is? Uh, I could get my Gucci on. Yes. Mm-hmm. She has tandem toilets in her bathroom with her husband. She says it's because they love each other like nobody else does. They hold hands while they pee. They make eye contact. Do we love each other less? That's cool, man. But I don't, I don't buy that type of level of, uh, what would you call it? Love? Like cute relationship shit. <laughs> I like, you know, we, I, I'll, I'll lean on the wall. While you pee and yeah, talk you do to you, do but that I don't want to. I don't. You I, do. There's, yeah. there's no solitude mm. in a marriage with lots of children. This is like a very, you know, stereotypical thing. But I think that most men that are married with children go on will spend a little extra time on the toilet <sighs> simply to get just one last little drop of solitude in a world in which you're never alone. You don't say. Uh... <laughs> I, I thought, gotta go. See I you thought we were going to have to get your digestive tract looked at. All right, Evan, everybody, thank you for weighing in and speaking for all of uh, all of uh, men, really, and explaining why they spend hours on the toilet. And thanks, Megan Trainer. She could have a Gucci on. She could have a Louis Vuitton, but even with nothing on. She made you take a shit right next to her. Take a shit right next to her. Doesn't have the same ring, but you get it. Remember when I executed that flawless duet with my tween? Yeah. I got my Gucci on. Gucci on. Don't need no Louis Vuitton. But even with nothing on, I made you look. I made you look. That was a peak moment for me. Not just on this pod, in life. Whew. What's next? All right, in weird, but okay, news. It was announced this week that Kim Kardashian will appear in the upcoming summer season of American Horror Story. And my immediate reaction was, weird, but okay. Apparently, Ryan Murphy created a role specifically for her on his show after seeing her host SNL because he was so impressed with her acting chops. Was he? Or does he just want the world's most followed person on his show? You know, because no matter how high the art, how award-winning the series, if you put a Kardashian on it, more people will watch it. I don't think that's a good thing for art and culture, but I'm talking about American Horror Story, you know, and I've never seen an episode. Jason, uh, my producer, you have. Jay, you're a fan, right? Yeah, I've seen a lot of them. 
And it's great. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Did you start watching in a post-Lady Gaga world or had you been watching before that? I've been watching since the beginning. Oh. Yeah. So you are a diehard. You know, it's like, obviously, it's different every season. So it's like, it's a new show, new concept every season. I love how you just tried to downplay that. You're like, I've seen a few episodes. You've watched since the beginning every episode. Yeah. Can I ask you this? Because I did see that diehard American Horror Story fans are now threatening to boycott the new season because of Kim. They're saying that she's going to ruin the show and they hope she gets killed off in the first episode. Well, uh, I know. I think that's... I, that doesn't make sense to me. I think I think that's too bad. The Like, the American Horror Story fans I know, like, appreciate mm-hmm. how, like, campy it is. Right. And yes. it's so gay. And it's like, mm. you know, my friends that I've spoken to about it are quite excited about this casting news. So, I don't okay, know. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, I feel, I agree. It's like, you know, they obviously haven't heard her vocal talent voicing a poodle in the Paw Patrol movie. And I can vouch <laughs> for that. That wasn't stunt casting, okay? That was based on raw ability. And now her kids, North and Saints, are also voicing characters in the new Paw Patrol movie sequel. And that's clearly because of their acting chops as well, Jason. This is not stunt casting. This is raw talent. So, you know, good luck to Kim Kardashian. I I agree with you. I think the show is camp. She is that. And look, Lady Gaga got her start on American Horror Story, and she went on to win a literal Academy Award. So Kim's next, you know? (laughs) Clear a spot at the Oscars for her next to Kylie and Timothee. Seriously, this is what this family is doing. Kris Jenner is like, screw the People's Choice Awards. We need Academy Awards. And don't think I'm not asking our plastic surgeon about Kim, by the way. I need to know everything going on in that face and that body. But first... What's next? A new trailer came out this week for J-Lo's new movie. And before I get into that, I need to tell you that I did not see air. Do you see? I buried this until, like, way into the episode. I feel shame. I promised you last week that I would see J-Lo's husband's movie, Air... I assured you, my phone of friends, I would give you a complete review of the film Air that I was so excited to see, and I didn't see it. I had plans to see it, put on my vintage Michael Jordan t-shirt to see it, had a babysitter on deck, and then Rio got a double ear infection, and we spent the evening at Urgent Care, which rhymes with Air, so is basically the same. And if you don't have children and you're considering it, you know, you're thinking maybe you might want to have a kid one day. This is what you need to know. The simple act of seeing a movie in the theaters is one of the hardest things you'll ever aspire to accomplish in your life. So do it now while you can and tell me how it was. Also, please know Rio is fine and I will give you my complete review of Air when I see it in 2026. Which brings us to a film you might watch this year because it's coming out on Netflix. So, you know, you're going to at least watch half of it before falling asleep. It's called The Mother, starring Jennifer Lopez as, quote, a former assassin turned fierce mama bear who emerges from hiding in the Alaskan wilderness to to protect a daughter she gave up for adoption years earlier. Got choked up there. (laughs) So dramatic. But here's Jennifer summing it up herself in the trailer. I'm a killer, but I'm also a mother. And I will die protecting her. 
I'm a killer and I'm a mother. Fuck yes, you are. I'm a mother and I'm tired from watching this trailer. But she's out here doing chin-ups in the snow and like headbutting dudes and delivering lines like that with absolute earnest urgency. She is giving Latina Liam Neeson in this trailer, and that is why we're not worthy of Jennifer Lopez. This woman can go from marry me with Owen Wilson to mother with a shotgun in the wilderness. Is there (laughs) anyone who can do more? I mean, I don't even mean as an actress even. I mean, like, on a weekly basis. There's a new J-Lo movie trailer. There's new J-Lo music news, J-Lo brand deals, J-Lo skincare lines, wedding, award shows, vacations. She is so much on the go. Like, it's actually questionable. Questionable enough that we decided to turn J-Lo's jobs into a game called J-Lo or J-No. J-Lo or J-No. My loving producer, Jason, put together a list of headlines about upcoming J-Lo jobs. Okay, some are real, some he made up. Right, Jay? You just you just made them up? Yeah, for the game. Okay, and, right. And I'm going to guess if they are a J-Lo or a... T- <laughs> for the game, as if you just made them up for your own... He just, just on his spare time, he was just making up these headlines. No, he made them up for the game. Okay, so these are real headlines, and some are fake. I've never seen any of them. I have to guess if they are a J-Lo or a J-No. So, Jason, drop headline number one in the chat. Jennifer Lopez launches a line of alcoholic beverages despite the fact that she never drinks and that her husband, Ben Affleck, is a recovering alcoholic. Oh, no, this is so tough. (gasps) Oh, this is tough. This can't be real. This is not, there's no way. If she doesn't drink and he's like in recovery, this is a J-No. I'm going J-No. Okay, wrong. It's actually true. She just announced her alcohol brand called Delola. And it's delicious spritzes. (laughs) And she's getting backlash for it because of those reasons. Well, yeah, because she talks about how she doesn't drink. And Ben Affleck literally is. (laughs) We've seen him go to rehab. Wow. Okay, I'm 0 for 1. Next, Prime Video announces the sequel to Shotgun Wedding with Jennifer Lopez and Josh Dumel. It will be called shotgun honeymoon this is absolutely true this is totally happening j j love false no it's uh the movie was not good and it has a 44 (laughs) percent on rotten tomatoes so no no sequel announced oh no sequel okay next Jennifer Lopez releases a children's book with Jimmy Fallon called Con Pollo, a bilingual playtime adventure this is a j-lo this is absolutely true you're right. It's true. Yeah. It's an engaging and hilarious picture book. Yes. Do you like how I was zero for two in the game and then I scored my first point in the children's literature section? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can always count on me to know things when it has to do with kids. Okay, next. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon just confirmed that Affleck's wife, Jennifer Lopez, is set to star in their next project, a biopic about a wrestler with one leg. This is absolutely true, J-Lo. You're right. It's true. Yeah. Just to clarify, she's not playing the wrestler with one leg. (laughs) 
<laughs> Shame because she could do it. Based on the trailer I just watched for the mother, she could absolutely do that. Um, but God, excited about that. Um, okay, next. Jennifer Lopez becomes the new spokesperson for a low calorie, no sugar added sports drink called Body Armor Light. Ooh. I mean, I feel like there's, I feel like she's getting into Shaquille O'Neal territory. Like, there's not a lot. It's a little bit like Snoop Dogg. Not a lot she's turning down these days. So I'm going J-Lo. This is true. You're right. That one's true. Yes! I'm back. I'm back on the map, baby. Three for three. Minus the two I got wrong off the top. Okay, next. J-Lo's body care line, J-Lo Body, announced she's a body care line. Oh, my (laughs) God. When? I don't even have time for body care. Announced it's coming out with edible sexual lubricants that are all natural and organic. Jason, this is absolutely a J-No. You're right. It's false. (laughs) But she does have... You just wanted to write edible natural. Honestly, I did. But no, she ha- she does her body. She does have a body care line and she has body creams called Titan and Tease and Smooth and Seduce. It's very, <gasps> it's very racy. Oh, very racy. So you're thinking next stop, edible sexual lubricants, Becoming- right? I mean, please. Next, Jennifer Lopez posts pictures with a $13 mug from Amazon to promote her new album. Oh, this is tough. This is tough because on the one hand, if you saw pictures from her wedding, you know she loves a home sense aesthetic. It was like (laughs) live, laugh, love on every aisle of that wedding. So I don't put a $13 mug past her. I'm going to say this is true. This is J-Lo. Yes, you're right. It's true. Yes, yes, yes. Ah. There's this mug with hummingbirds on it and her new song from her new album is called Hummingbirds, I guess, and someone found it on Amazon and it's like it's selling out everywhere. For $13. Yep. Oh, that is incredible. Okay, last but not least, folks, if you are sitting at the edge of your seat listening to this game, we're at the final question. Jennifer Lopez is set to launch a line of flame <laughs> Oh my god. Flameless scented candles that are safe to use everywhere from the office to private planes. I mean, this feels like it could be true because I've often thought, you know, I wish I could light a scented candle on my private plane, but <laughs> ugh, that would be dangerous. So I'm gonna say this is true. This is Jay Low. False. <laughs> Jay No. Ah! That's how you play J-Lo or J-No. J-Lo or J-No. Thank you so much. (laughs) I can't wait to watch J-Lo play a mother turned assassin while I rub her edible sexual lubricants on my body and sip the bubbly beverage that could send her husband back to rehab. Thanks, Jason. (laughs) Okay, speaking of J-Lo, is it a natural glow? She claims she's had no work done, but I'm going to pick up the phone and find out. It is time to... Okay, hang on. We have breaking news. Literally breaking news. This just in. A man in Indonesia has broken his penis. (laughs) I'm going to try to read this seriously. Has broken his penis while engaging in sexual intercourse. Phone of friends, you know this was an issue of hot debate in my conversation with Kat and Nat mere weeks ago. 
is it possible to break a penis? Well, we now have confirmation ripped from the headlines in Indonesia. This is real. A 37-year-old man broke his penis while having sex in, quote, the reverse cowgirl position. And if you're unfamiliar or you didn't see the vivid reenactment <laughs> I got from Kat and Nat during the recording of that episode, the reverse cowgirl is when a partner sits on the man facing away from him and I guess, you know, just embodies the cowgirl spirit. But riders beware. The reverse cowgirl position is said to be the most dangerous sexual position and responsible for half of all penis fractures according to a doctor named Karan Raj. Speaking to the incident, he had this to say. If there's any erratic thrusting or if the movements of the two parties are not in sync, it could lead to the male jabberwocky slipping out and being crushed by the female pubic bone. Despite being boneless, penises can break. Did he just say the male jabberwocky? <laughs> yeah. What? What? <laughs> can we play that again? The male jabberwocky... What? Last week, we had an Australian doctor saying anus. Anus. And this week, we got a Brit saying the male Jabberwocky. What? Where are we getting our information? <laughs> the male Jabberwocky. <laughs> TikTok. Actually, if you really want to know, these are TikTok doctors. So take that as you will. Unlike this man's sexual encounter, this story does have a happy ending. Surgeons were able to stitch him right up and he was back in the saddle a few weeks later. <laughs> and speaking of surgeons, let's get to our call. So I have been thinking a lot about Liam Payne's new jawline, about Khloe Kardashian's new face and newer face. It feels like everywhere you look, every celebrity, every influencer, everyone online, on television has this big, weird, lipped, tight face look like we're all starting to look like human TikTok filters and I don't know how I feel about it so I thought I'd phone a friend girl let's phone a friend I am phoning Beverly Hills plastic surgeon and TikTok sensation Dr. Daniel Barrett to demystify these unrealistic beauty standards we're faced with every single day. Who has had work done? What have they had done? Who is lying about not having work done? What is ozempic and buckle fat removal and lip lifts and do I need any of it? We're about to find out. Hello. Hello, Dr. Barrett. Hi, Jesse. Hi. I have to tell you, I'm very excited. This is actually the first time I've ever called a plastic surgeon's office, but I feel like you could tell that from my face. Wait, you're looking okay. at me like you don't believe it. <laughs> so, are you sure? Okay. You know what? I like this. Why don't we just, before we jump in, yeah. why don't we, because we are looking at each other on Zoom. Yes. Why don't we just hit this right off the bat? You okay. tell me what you think I've had done. And can I do the same for you? Yes, you can. Okay. This is a fun game. A fun game that could ruin the entire interview before it begins, but let's go. <laughs> it's playing with fire. I love okay. it. Uh, no, I, I think, uh, first of all, I think you look very beautiful, very natural. You have great skin, um, but I'm willing to bet that you might have had a little bit of Botox. Ooh, okay. Where, yes. where do you, where, what are you seeing that would, t I mean, I'm flattered. I'm honored. Go yes. on. I would say probably just a little bit of the maintenance stuff, maybe in the forehead, the brow. Okay. Um, it looks very nice, beautiful skin. I could be wrong. It could just be really good skincare routine that you have and staying out of the sun. Dr. You Barrett, 
You're absolutely wrong. And can I tell okay. you what it is that's fooled <laughs> yes. you? It's my Zoom filter. I think oh. I'm on like 68% smooth. I might be even like an 80% smooth. If I get really close, you're going to see like- Oh yeah, I could see the movement. You know what? Zoom is going to put me out of business Zoom <laughs> with these filters. But do you know what? These filters actually help me a lot too. People were like, I want my face to look like this filter. And it's just, it's it's crazy. People get, the, oh, wow, this looks so much better. How can I do this without the filter? Yes, it's true. I feel like, and I want to talk about all that TikTok yeah. filters. Like, because for me, I, I want to look like a Paris filter in real life. Like, that's how I prefer to exist in the world. And yet I'm terrified of all plastic surgery. Can I guess what you have had done? Yes. I mean, you're so devastatingly handsome. Oh, I stop. don't. No, really. I don't know. I feel like your jawline is too good to be true, Dr. Barrett. Yes, uh, it is true. It's from my <gasps> parents. So yes, that is, wow, this is all wow. natural. Yes. Have you had anything done? Yeah, I, I have. I have had Botox. Uh, for a while, I, I, I wasn't getting anything done. And then one of my patients, he's like, Dr. Barrett, why are you not getting Botox? There are certain movements that you can and can't do with Botox. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Giving all these people Botox, like, why don't I do it myself? So I started doing Botox myself. You know, it's just like, you don't want your forehead to look like a package of ballpark Frank hot dogs, you know? And so that started to be what happened. And I was like, all right, let me just sop this up. And so I do a little bit of Botox. I've done a little bit of filler kind of in the mid phase for some volume. Ooh. Um, and I've done microneedling. I've done a lot of skincare, a lot of preventative stuff. Uh, I'm really into that terms of the face and also the whole body and wellness. So Wow. Well you yeah. you know, you said a packet of hot dogs. If you saw my forehead without a zoom filter, it yeah. looks like an old leather satchel. Okay. Oh my God. The zoom filter would come <laughs> off it. and you'd be like, why is Gollum interviewing me? <laughs> well you look great. I thank mean you. absolutely natural and gorgeous. Well thank so, you. I mean, is it kind of like if you're a plastic surgeon and you haven't done anything, it's like a skinny chef, like you can't really trust a plastic surgeon with no work done? Well, that's what I felt with my my patient. He's like, why are you doing this? You've never even had it yourself. So I was like, you're right. You don't want a doctor that looks like 90 years old. You know, you want, you want someone that's still got some youth left in them because you're just concerned about their vitality and their awareness of your own beauty. So I think well, it makes sense. It makes sense. And it, you would, it's so natural. And that's kind of what you're known for. You know, what is your specialty? Like, do people come to you for noses, boobs, butts? Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm a board certified plastic surgeon, which which means that I can do everything from nose to toes, basically. It's funny because <laughs> I actually have done. I've done a web toes procedure no. one time. Yeah, no. absolutely. Yeah. <gasps> so I know. So nose to toes. I wish we, we should we should coin that. But uh, absolutely. Trademark. You know, I would say the majority of what I do is a lot of breast and body stuff. OK, so um Definitely a breast expert. I, I do uh, six to six to ten breast surgeries probably every week, um, and and definitely keeping things natural from Virginia, from the East Coast. You know, nobody really even talks about plastic surgery over there. Me, my personal ethos is I want to kind of keep people within a natural version of themselves, so that they're not kind of picked out in public and like, oh, that person had um, some work done. That's that's like my biggest fear if one of my patients have that happen. So you probably see a lot of my patients out there and. And you just don't even recognize they had any work done. They're like, that person looks good. Wow. Yeah. So then I'm curious about this. You grew up in Virginia. You said yeah. no one talks about So what inspired you to get into plastic surgery? I always wonder, like, you spend a decade in medical school. Yeah. At what point do you say, instead of doing open heart surgery, I want to give someone a thigh gap? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I want to save lives. I want to, 
These are my protection. Gorgeous yeah, 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 natural so, bosom. Right. You know, the, there's this show called Dr. 90210 that first came out. And I yes. was I was young. And I remember in Warrington, Virginia, I was watching a version of that show on TLC or something like that. Uh-huh. That kind of first raised my awareness of it. But then, you know, I didn't really think about being a doctor till later. My dad got cancer. I wanted to be a cancer doctor. Went into medical school. And then I realized I can't deal with cancer patients. It's so, so difficult. And mm-hmm. my hat's off to everybody that does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just need to be positive, uplifting environment all the time. And I, I, I knew I liked surgery. I liked plastic surgery because it's a very artistic component to it. You're not just taking out an appendix, which is very important to do. Right. But there's only one or two ways to do that. And you're basically taking someone who looks normal and trying to make them look better. Right. So it's like it's a higher level of degree of detail that you have to ascribe to, to to do the job. I never thought about that, that there is artistry. True, you're a literal artist right. working and every job you do is different, right? Like no two nipples are going to sew back the same. No. Mm. Okay, so you have two million followers on TikTok. Yes. Do you get a lot of patients from your TikTok? 100%. Yeah, we get a wow. lot of people from TikTok. You know, to me, TikTok is kind of like, uh, do you have TikTok? I don't know. I have it, but I don't even know how to get there. I okay, mean, guns right. to my head, I wouldn't know how to open it. But well, yes. it's it's different than like Instagram. Instagram, you know, used to be like photos and stuff like that. TikTok is kind of like, you ever go drive down the street and there's like a, there's like a car wash and they've got this little flappy air dude in the side that's yes. just, just getting your attention or yes. whatever? That's what TikTok is, in my opinion. It's <laughs> oh just like, God. it's just like these crazy viral <laughs> things like, wow, that's interesting. Oh, he's a plastic surgeon. Oh, I could get some Botox. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. So it's kind of like the top of the funnel gets your attention. So what what we've noticed is we get a lot of people, yes, they'll actually call us from TikTok, but it it's kind of starts the process where they're like, oh, TikTok, cool. Oh, he's talking about Zac Efron. Oh, that's cool. He must know a lot about plastic surgery. Um, what, maybe he can, oh, he, oh, he's in LA. I'm in LA. Or, or uh, you know, it's a quick three-hour flight to see Dr. Barrett at Beverly Hills. Um, and then it just starts this process. So check out my Instagram, then check out my website, and it just starts this funnel where it goes down. And they Absolutely. come see me, which is great. Yeah. So there is, and there really is a whole plastic surgery world on TikTok where people talk about what they've done, they yeah. document their procedures. Yeah. It's all a little terrifying to me, probably because I don't understand it. So I yeah. want to list a few of TikTok's trendiest procedures. You tell me what they are. Are you ready? Sure. Okay, buccal fat removal. Yeah, so buccal fat. Buccal fat. Buccal, buccal fat, fat pad uh, removal. Uh, yeah. So that is a little fat pad that we all have in our cheek. Okay. Okay. It's it's kind of a discreet area. So like, um, it, it's something that kind of like uh, floats like a like a large jelly bean in there, right? And, uh-huh. and you can make an incision inside the mouth uh-huh. to kind of take it out. And a lot of people are doing that to give you more definition, right? So you ever see like the models? who star themselves right before a show and they get that little hollowing right right underneath their cheekbones? Yes, like an Anya Taylor-Joy cheekbone. Exactly. Yes. Right. So their cheekbone stays the same and then you get this hollowing underneath, which a lot of people find uh, aesthetically pleasing. Okay. Is, now, did Leah Michelle have this done, to your knowledge? It's possible. Mm. She could have just lost weight. Mm. You know, she could be just low, low weight. And that's the hard part is like, unless I look inside the mouth and look for a scar, yeah. there's no way I can tell for sure if someone had buccal fat pad removal. But if you just want those those prominent cheekbones without going to the gym, you can remove a little buckle fat and call it a day. You could, yeah. Okay. Thread lift. What is a thread lift? So thread lift is basically taking um, absorbable threads. Uh-huh. So imagine taking like uh, a string that's kind of like sticky uh-huh. and, you, and you thread it through your face to kind of lift a certain area. <gasps> oh. So threads are kind of cool because you don't really need to have surgery, right? So you could do like a brow lift very easily with the, just a couple threads. 
And what if you don't like it? Can you just pull the thread out? Well, the the good and bad news is that it's not permanent. They they ah. typically they typically goes away after anywhere from six to twelve months. So it, oh wow okay yeah. what's a lip lift because I know everyone's getting lip injections but what's yes. a lift? There's two ways to do it. One you could do a little Botox flip right. So you could do a little bit of Botox two and two units right in the upper part of the lip. And that will evert the lip a little bit so you get a little more uh, vermilion show, which is the redness of your lip, right? Oh. That'll kind of rotate out. The The other more in detail thing is is um, is to actually surgically excise a little bit of skin right underneath the nose, okay? And what that does is it pulls the lip up a little <gasps> bit. It just totally rejuvenates that area and gives you a nice everted and lifted lip appearance. Wow. I've always yeah. wanted an everted lip. Uh, yeah. What is forehead <laughs> reduction surgery? Is so, that a thing? All right, yeah, it is a thing, but it's for all those people that you know. You have a big forehead, okay? Right. You know who you are. You're like wear your hair down. You wear bangs and so right. forth. There's an option to make a tiny little incision along your hairline <gasps> and bring your scalp, bring your hairline more forward. No. Yeah. Yeah, That's totally. like a movie where they peel. It's like a horror movie where they peel the face off. You like move yes. your face down. Yes, you do. We don't actually pull the face down. There is a right. surgery okay, that does yep. do that. Yes. By the oh. way, that's a different. What? That's completely different. It's like craniofacial surgery, much more involved. Wow. Okay. And those are some of TikTok's trendiest procedures. Speaking of TikTok, do you find people are coming into your office younger and younger? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, previously our, our our most popular demographic was people in their thirties. Now we're getting a lot of people, especially with injectables, in their in their twenties and and definitely even in the teenage years. Now, uh, historically, we've gotten a lot of teenagers uh, who are going off to college. They want to get a rhinoplasty. That makes sense, right? Um, but not for like lip filler, uh, for Botox, even into teenage years. We we're starting to see that, and I and I typically only do that if there's really defined wrinkles already at that point. But um, yeah, it's younger and younger. It has a lot to do with social media. It has a lot to do with uh, the pandemic when people are on Zoom meetings. Um, people just want to look good, especially how they look at an angle on their phone. Like if you hold your phone down low, you look like you've got like a fat neck. People want neck liposuction. They want chin implants. Um, a lot more, a lot more things at a younger age. Has anyone ever come in and asked you for us to look like a specific TikTok filter? Not TikTok. I would say it was more probably like an Instagram or Snapchat filter, oh uh, which God. are r- roughly all the same. And um, yeah, so we, we've definitely had some people come in and say, look, I want I want my face to look like this. And their lips are bigger, the, the skin's smoother. It's just like these these filters are so incredible, how they how the AI they have to, to, to kind of generate a more youthful and enhanced version of a face. Oh, so. and you can do that? You can huh? say like, yeah, oh my God. Sure, we can do lip, lip ejection. We can do uh. skin resurfacing. We can do Botox, uh, those kind of things. Is there a legal age for plastic surgery? Have you ever turned somebody away? Well, yeah. I mean, you need to be 18 to consent to have any any procedure. But if you're younger than 18 and your parent gives you permission, and that happens a lot too. We get some people that are 16, 17. I, probably t- I typically don't go below 16 years old for somebody uh-huh. who wants something. So those are those are the youngest, but obviously we're not not doing Botox on two-year-olds. So. Oh, okay. I was going to ask about my two-year-old. That was yes. the, my next. Well, you know, you can never start too early. I think, right. you know, Absolutely. it's just, uh, right. Just Absolutely. set them up for I was thinking 16. buckle fat. You know, she's got these chubby cheeks. Right. Let's just suck them in yeah. and give her a more of a pronounced <laughs> cheekbone. Well, maybe maybe you could just take it, freeze it. <laughs> and when they get older and they're 50s and 60s, you could take it, put it back in, right? So. <gasps> oh my God. Dr. Barrett, does that yeah. exist? Or did no, you I, just invent it right so, now? So no, people are like, people are, are uh, storing cords, uh, umbilical cord blood and stuff like oh, that. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. So that, that's kind of a, like, a, that's kind of that thought, right? But yeah. nothing, we're not harvesting uh, 
body parts from two-year-olds okay, and giving fair. them back to them. Not fair yet. Fair enough. No. Not yet. Yeah, right. Not yes. yet. Wait wait a few years, Dr. Barrett. <laughs> right, and right. by the way, I did harvest my twin's cord blood. And by the okay. third baby, I was like, fuck that. I'm not paying for that shit. I, <laughs> no, I don't harvest anything. When you anything. turn 50, 60, you're on your own. I'm, I'm already in the nursing uh, home. Like, Yeah, exactly. I got conned in the first pregnancy. No, no more. Okay. Yeah. Does any part of you feel like the... Plas- the fact that plastic surgery procedures are literally trending on TikTok, that mm-hmm. that could be harmful to young people? Yeah. So, so okay. So this is really good, right? So um, this is partly why I talk about a lot of stuff on TikTok because I'm trying to make people like aware that this exists and a lot of people who say they never had any work done. Mm. Okay. So I, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm against this creation of this perfect beauty that a lot of these celebrities have that that's not natural, but they say it is. And, and I think it gives the wrong impression. I'm like, my opinion is, look, you're going to be out there in the public spotlight. You should kind of own up to some some beauty enhancement that you've had. Otherwise, you're creating a, a false expectation and making people feel really crappy about how they look uh, by saying, oh, it's all natural, right? Like, come right. on, we know some people like that say that that's not the case, right? No, I yeah. know. You know, somebody accused me of not owning up to getting a nose job. And I was like, if this yeah. is a nose job, that surgeon should lose their board certification. Yeah, it doesn't look like you had a rhinoplasty. You have really clear definition in your tip that looks like there's no way that you can really recreate that with rhinoplasty. So, no, the only way you yeah. get clear definition in your tip like that is when you have a, a Scottish dad. <laughs> Um, how do you feel though? Like, so you would support a Doja Cat who's 27. She recently, she has millions of followers recently just casually tweeted about her breast surgery, her liposuction. Like you would rather her do that than pretend that it was natural. 100%. I feel like Doja Cat in recovery tweeted, quote, wish I could suck my own titties. That's how good they look right now. God damn. I think that's a Doja Cat thing. Versus right. just, yeah. That, right. yes. <laughs> there was part of me that was like, this is eerily casual, just like yeah. casually tweeting about it. Like it's something like it's, you know, I don't know. The message that it sends it makes me nervous. But again, I'm a mother. I have a two-year-old daughter and yeah. I worry for her. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of celebrities are kind of recognizing that and they're just, they're being a little more honest, not a, yes. not an open, a, opening Doja Cat kind of way, but, you know, in, in a nice subtle way. So let's talk about the celebrities who are not being honest, yes. Dr. Barrett. Yes. I'll list a few celebrities. You give us your professional opinion. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. We're going to start with the man who has kept me up at night with his new jaw, Liam Payne. Liam Payne, that's a tough one. I am a little bit curious about Liam. He has a very strong projection on the on the angle of the of the jaw, okay? Now, uh, and then also his chin is much more, uh, much more defined. Now, I, I do think he might have been able to lose some weight uh, I think he's lost some weight and that that's contributing to his look. But I, I'd i have to say that I I think he probably, I, somebody said that maybe he was on Ozempic. I, I don't know if that's true or not. It's hard to tell that. Um, but he could have had buccal fat pad removal. He could have had um, a jaw implant or jaw filler to give him that enhanced that enhanced appearance. Um, Wait, can we talk about Ozempic for two seconds? Because sure. I know that's not what you do, but you are a doctor. What yeah. is it? I, I have no idea what this is or what it does. Yeah, so I, Ozempic is a, is, is a newer uh, medication that's been used for diabetics uh, previously because it manages blood sugar, but it also, uh, it also um, allows for fat reduction. And um, the, the issue is um, there, there's, it's still kind of relatively new medication, um, there's some people that are talking about increased risk of thyroid issues with it, uh-huh. thyroid cancers that are coming out from it. So, um, you know, these are rare side effects that I've heard of um, mm-hmm. and mentioned in literature. But again, I'm not an expert. I would just do your research on it. But who cares about thyroid cancer when you can fit into a dress, right, Doc? <laughs> 
Back to the male uh, jawline of it all. Yes. Is, is, did Liam Payne have a, it's a little, giving a little Zac Efron. Right. To get that level of volume, I'm pretty sure it's a, it would be an implant. You think Zac Efron might have had an implant? It's my opinion, because it's both his chin and his jaw look, look much more enhanced. Uh-huh. Um, I want to ask you about Kim Kardashian because yes. she claims she's only ever had Botox, which, I mean, that's great Botox yeah. head to toe. What yeah. do you think, Doc? I think she loves to cause controversy by saying ridiculous statements like that when it's so clear <laughs> that she's had other things done. And yes. I think it works really well for her. So, um, you know, of course she's of course she's had some stuff done. So, um, you know, uh, fat transfer, breast augmentation, mastopexies probably – um, what BBLs, is that? mastopexies, breast lifts. You oh, know. yes. Yeah, um, I, I think she's had a lot of that stuff done. Liposuction. I do think she's also been on some weight loss medication as well. Um, she's just she's just kind of yo-yoing so dramatically. It's it, it's hard to say that that would be from diet and exercise alone. Oh, this is so good to hear. Truly, yeah. <laughs> truly, because she's like rise and grind, and I'm like and take Ozempic. I mean, yeah. let's just be honest here, right? Chloe Kardashian has also had many faces. Apparently now she has a new one. Yes. You know, in terms of body procedures, I think she's she's had some work done, either, you know, breast breast enhancement, buttock enhancement, liposuction. But um when it comes to her face, um you know, it's I I think that she's, you know, looking at her nose specifically, there are some areas of her nose that looks like she's had uh, some refinement done. Um, and then other parts of her face uh, definitely probably had some fillers, some Botox, those type of things. But um, there are some telltale signs that she has that may indicate that she's had some work done there. Mm, what yeah. are those telltale signs? One thing to look at is a nose, right? Yeah. So as we get older, it gets bigger. Great. That's great news for me. Okay. But yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, don't worry. Come out and see me. I got you. Um, so... Um, <laughs> no, the, uh, the, the nose gets bigger over time. And, um, and so what the nose doesn't do is the tip doesn't change its, its shape, right? So if you go uh, from like a, like a roundish tip to all of a sudden like a very pointy tip, oh, that's not something that happens with age um, yes. unless it's something very unusual. Um, those are all kind of telltale signs that you Tell have to work done. And then, yeah, sometimes you can actually see a scar. Right under the bottom of the nose, right? Oh, so, yeah. well, I'd have to get very close to Chloe to investigate that. But I love that. I'm always looking at like I'm obs because I have a pronounced nose. I'm obsessed with people's nose jobs. It's a, it's it's a curse. Um, yeah. J Lo claims yes. she has never had Botox or fillers or any type of plastic surgery. Do we believe her? Uh, that's a that's a no. I don't believe her. Oh. I, and I've talked about her on my TikTok. Yeah, I mean her nose. <laughs> air horn sound effect for I you. know Go on. That, yeah I mean she's absolutely drop dead gorgeous mm. incredible woman mm. um but the when I look at her nose I, I've done a series on her nose her nose has actually changed multiple times um and so in my opinion I think that she's had multiple surgeries some of which she <gasps> had to correct so like you know if we go from like 1999 to like 2009 she has kind of a like a two months of the dorsum was taken down and then you go to 2019, you can see that that was built back up <gasps> and it's more narrow, right? So it's like you're really kind of getting close on her nose. You can see those little differences. I mean, there's also some subtle things, maybe some uh, some lip filler, some Botox. Um, you know, someone her age is definitely going to have wrinkles up here if she doesn't have Botox. Um, and there could be, a, you know, a, a little bit of volume replacement in the cheeks as she gets older. Uh, but again, it's, it's I can't, can't be sure for certain, but, you know, those little telltale signs in the nose make me think that... Uh, 
there's been some work done there. Oh, my God. Okay. What about Madonna? Is she aging gracefully, Dr. Barrett? I like Madonna. Me too. I think she's probably gotten some bad guidance or, um, you know, someone was more interested in just doing what she wanted versus kind of trying to keep her looking natural. Ah, so if she came to you and said she wanted all of these things, you would probably steer her away? Yeah, I'd, I would do some things. I would keep it more natural looking, right. you know. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like her facial proportions have changed so dramatically that you can't even recognize who she is. Uh-huh. Things just look kind of remarkably different with her facelift, most likely. That was just way overdone. Um, but again, you know, it's her body. She could do what she wants to do. Um that's 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 kind of Matana's style anyway. So uh, she she's always been very much like that, you know, with with yeah. the outfits and just pissing everybody off. Like that's that's her style. So yeah, that's, that's what right. I do. Cool. Yeah. This is the new cone bra. It's like yeah. did that shock you? Well, let me turn that cone bra into my face. What do you think of this? Yep, exactly. You know? mm-hmm. Um, Emily Ratajkowski. You know the number one picture that everybody brings in in terms of the breasts that they want. Yes. Because, I, I mean, I, uh, those are the breasts that I want. I have yeah. spoken thirstily about those breasts on this very show. Are yeah. they real? Uh, it's really hard to tell. You know, there are some people that are born that way. And um, they just have a body like that. It would be, like, very much far on the bell curve, way off, like, like top 1% of people that could have a body like that, if it, if it was natural. And it's possible because she's always kind of looked like that. Um, I will say for her face, the, the you know, I, I did do a TikTok on her face. Um, I have commented on her lips. They definitely look fuller in some later photos. Probably had some either fat or some filler done there. Um, but okay, in that's terms encouraging. Of, yeah, but in terms of her body, um, I can't tell for certain that if she's had anything done. Yeah, no, what you've just told me is very depressing. Uh, the fact that she is just naturally in the 1% of, of absolutely spectacular bodies. I was hoping you would tell me she'd had everything done head to toe so I could feel better about myself. But no, she's right. just a natural wonder. Yeah, I think she's she's probably a combination. Right? Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Finally... I think we can both agree that Barney the Purple Dinosaur has had something done. I disagree. I think Barney's 100% natural. Oh. And um, yeah, Barney, I think he he hit the gym and <gasps> um, totally just did some facial muscle exercises to to get what, what he's got now. Wow. He is the Emily Ratajkowski of Purple Dinosaurs. Yes. <laughs> mm, thank you for clearing that up. Yes. Um, doctor, can I tell, call you Dr. B? I feel like we're on a yeah, Dr. B basis. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what celebrity faces and bodies do you get the most requests for in 2023? You said Emily Ratajkowski's Emily's number breasts. one for the body. Okay. Yeah, yeah, breast and body. Because uh, she has a great abdominal crack, too. Have you ever seen that little abdomen line now? that she had? An yeah, abdominal the, crack? Yeah, the ab crack. There's only one crack in my body, and yeah, we don't need right. to talk about that She one. has one in the front. Oh. And everybody asks for that in terms of liposuction, too, and abs, right? So Really? Um, yeah, we go for that. Uh, we go for oh that with high, high definition liposuction. We get that done. Okay. When it comes to face, people are looking, you know, for more just natural versions of themselves, typically uh, more mm. enhanced versions. Like if we're doing a facelift, they just want to look younger. Mm. Um, I can't really necessarily change them to a different person. Right, right. Okay, so you can't make me look like Emily Ratajkowski. No. Okay, let's copy that. Yeah. Uh, please help settle this global debate. Brazilian butt lift, is it over? No, absolutely Ooh. not. Uh, it's increased over the past 10 years by 10,000%. So Stop. it is not over. Yeah. So if you're going to do liposuction, might as well take the fat, put it somewhere else. I, I think the overdone BBL is what's out. And I think people are more into natural looking BBLs. I'm doing those quite often now still. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Last but not least, you specialize in the mommy makeover. 
Dr. Yes. Barrett. Mm-hmm. You have a whole other website called momsbybarrett.com. Yeah. I am a mom, so talk yes. me through that. What can you do for me? Well, you know, it just depends on what your goals are. Some typical things that happen with a pregnancy and breastfeeding is that you get stretch marks, your tummy like makes space for this giant bowling ball or watermelon on your baby, uh, mm. for your baby. And um, that stretches things out, everything from the muscles to the skin. And it doesn't always go back to normal, right? So um, part of the tummy tuck is we address that section. And then the other part is the breast. A lot of times the breast, like you have these youthful breasts when you're younger, you start breastfeeding, and then you look down when the factory is closed down for business and it's like, what happened? Where oh, did they go? God. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so your mommy makeover is essentially breast lift. It would be stomach. Yeah. What about the the area that made the mom a mommy in the first place? Do you address the nether regions? Oh, um, you know, sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes we could do, like if there is a um, labia menorah excess, we can, we can do that. But typically... That's not not as as common as the other two areas. Mm-hmm. Now we also have uh, fat transfer to the buttocks, so we call it the Grand Slam Mommy Makeover, where we do the three areas: the breast, tummy, and the buttocks. So if we do the liposuction for the tummy, we take that fat and we enhance the buttocks at the same time. So the Grand Slam Mommy Makeover. Yes. I mean, <laughs> wow. Right. And by the way, I love that the labio. Plasty is not as popular because by the time us moms have had our kids, no one's looking down there anyway. It's, right. It seems unnecessary. Yeah. Um, I feel like personally, I am proud of the body that I have after having kids. I don't mind that little pouch of wrinkly skin on my uh-huh. belly or the stretch marks on my thighs because it sort of reminds me of the amazing things that my body has done. Should I right. just keep it that way? For it's me? a total. It's a personal choice. You know, um, I get women that love their stretch marks and love their their. Those, those signs of, of motherhood that they had. Um, and then I got other women like, look, I want my body back. I'm done with my kids. I, I kind of no. want to get my body back. So it's totally a personal choice. And I'm not here to twist anybody's arm. But if you've made a decision to do that, I'm here to kind of give you the best results possible. And I hope mm-hmm. most surgeons are too. So, Well, Dr. B, I think for now... I'm going to age gracefully, but if I yes. see a TikTok that inspires me to get a buckle fat removal, forehead yeah. reduction, or a lip lift <laughs> and a BBL, you are the first call I'm going to make, okay? Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. It's great oh chatting with you. God. Call Dr. me anytime. Dr. Barrett is obviously incredible at what he does. He's also an internet sensation, people. Follow him on TikTok, at Barrett Plastic Surgery. Follow him everywhere. You're on Instagram. You're on YouTube. Yep. I mean, Dr. It's... Daniel Barrett on Instagram, and our website is drdanielbarrett.com, so... Thank you, Dr. Daniel Barrett. Right. Uh, sorry, Thanks, we're Jesse. on a Dr. B basis. Bye. Yes. Bye, Jesse. Thank you. Great call anytime. Dr. B, everybody. Wow, 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 wow. Of course, just because I'm too scared to do anything, it doesn't mean you shouldn't. Like, if that is what makes someone feel good, I support it wholeheartedly. No judgment here. Just questions, you know, that we got answers to. Kim Kardashian is a liar, J-Lo is a liar, and Emily Ratajkowski's breasts are as majestic as I always knew they were. After the break, I have a stalker, okay? Somebody saw me IRL this weekend, and instead of, you know, approach me in person, they left me a voicemail to tell me all about it. Can we call security for the next segment? No? Okay, that's next. Commercial 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. We're back on Phone a Friend, and I make this show to connect with you so we can create our own little world where we talk about penises breaking and former One Directioners getting jolly implants and discuss the merits of tandem toilets in our relationships. This is a safe space to do that, you know? This is our space, Phone of Friends. And that's why I have an inbox where you can ask me anything, anytime at 323-448-0068. So let's check my voicemail. Check, check, check your voicemail. Hey, Jesse. My name is Lisa. I live in San Diego. Um, I'm going to ask a weird question. Were you in San Diego this past weekend? Because I think I saw you and your kids at the zoo. Sorry to be creepy. Thanks a lot. Love your show. Hi, Lisa. Okay, not creepy. I mean, oh, semi-creepy. feel like maybe you could have come up and said hello in person. That would have been nice. But love you for picking up the phone and leaving a voicemail. Um, Yes, that was me. I was in San Diego with my family. Uh, We went there for Easter weekend because my dad lives there now. And so we thought, you know, it would be great to spend the holiday with family, would be a nice change of scenery. Plus, we figured we'd have an extra set of hands to help with the kids. Uh... Let me tell you something incredible about my dad, okay? This is a man who has a Harvard Law degree, who is an internationally acclaimed lawyer, a globally respected academic. But the most impressive thing about my father is that he can sit in a room with three screaming kids and act like they're not even there. Okay, I marveled at my dad every single morning as he would casually get his coffee, make his little breakfast, and settle in with a newspaper while a toddler was screaming on the floor and two boys were gouging each other's eyes out mere feet away. I think one time I actually saw him step over the tantruming toddler while on the phone with a plumber, just making arrangements while my daughter was fists on the floor, screaming on the ground. My kids would literally be peeing 
on the floor, coloring on the walls, and my dad is just sitting in the middle of it, checking the stock market and making some trades. It was something to behold. His life was not at all impacted by our presence. And whatever that gift is, okay, that ability to just go about your business in the presence of screaming children, I want that. Genetically, as we discussed previously in this episode, I got my dad's nose, but I wanted to get that, that uncanny ability to just check my just Jarrett while my kids are pulling each other's hair out in the corner. <sighs> when my dad finished with the paper, all the sections, just front, front and back, we did have a great trip with him. I did take the kids to the zoo, Lisa. I don't know if you noticed this. I took them alone because Evan had to work and my dad, I feel like, had some New Yorker magazine to read or, or something previously scheduled. But I do love my dad. I love him so much. There's, you know, no way he made it to the end of this podcast. So I'll have to tell him that in person. I love you, dad. Thank you for having us. And thank you for your call, Lisa. Truly, next time you have to come up and say hello. And you know what? Maybe help me with a kid or two. Okay, I went up there for an extra set of hands. If it wasn't my dad's, it could have been yours. Lisa from San Diego. And thank you all for listening right to the end of this episode. Thank you to Dr. B, Dr. Daniel Barrett. He either helped us feel better about ourselves or made us want a head-to-toe mommy makeover. Either way, I feel better knowing what a buccal fat is. Oh, sorry, buckle fat. It's buccal fat. And Ozempic, now I know what Ozempic is. And I can sleep at night knowing Zac Efron and Liam Payne probably have jaw implants. Phone of friends, I love every minute we spend together. Thank you for listening, for subscribing, for reviewing, for DMing me, for all of it. Have an amazing time not at Coachella this weekend. And I can't wait to talk next week. Bye, Jason. Bye. And now that you have Dr. Barrett's number, please don't show up with a new face <laughs> next week. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like you just uh, the way you are. I promise. Okay. Bye. Bye. Phone a friend was created by our mom, Jessie Crookson. The executive producers are Jessie Crookson and Jason Yanba. The technical producer is Rob Perra. The amazing theme song and sexy interludes are by Jay Melanowski from Badwin Sound Clash. Phone a Friend is part of the Acast Creator Network. Credits are by us, Ray Gatika and Real Gatika. We're her kids. That's crazy, right? Wow, you're still listening? Okay, see you next week. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.